This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and a very good morning to you, and welcome along to the latest edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. It's another tennis week. The countdown to Wimbledon continues with two women's uh, grass court events, uh, one in Birmingham in England and the other one in Berlin in Germany. I'm delighted to say joining me to look at the first round action and the best bets on Tuesday on the women's draw is our WCA handicapper, Roy Giovanni. Roy, good to see you, mate. How's your week been? Not too bad. Um, yeah, a bit of a difficult week last week. Um, I mean, I think I did sort of, see, we couldn't really look at the outrights, but one of them did go in in Alexandrova, Ekaterina Alexandrova retaining her title in Hertigen Bosch. Um, it was a good final, actually, against Veronica Kudometova. Uh, very tight, and uh, she won it in the third set tie break. Um, but, um, yeah, the Brits, story was the Brits. In Nottingham, um, three Brits in the semi-finals, all British final, and uh, Katie Bolter winning it, and uh, she's up to her highest world ranking, I believe, of four hundred and fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah oh, seventy-seven. So, oh, 77. Uh, so um, you know, and I guess now, you know, she's always been a bit of a, um, shall we say, a pin-up in the British sort of tennis. I'm not going to uh, have a watch her. I've got my tickets. i watch her. Court number 15. I'm not going to have a look at her. <laughs> no, she's always, she's always had this kind of reputation as a, you know, as a player who could do something. Um, and I, I suspect now there'll be a bit more pressure um, attached to her mm. in the running to Wimbledon, obviously with um, um, Emma Raducanu being injured. She's now British number one. Um so yeah, it's uh, interesting, and she she turns out again quickly in uh, in Birmingham. But um, all the big names are in Berlin. Um, mm-hmm. It looks a fantastic tournament. That's WTA five hundred. Birmingham's a, a WTA two fifty. Uh, there might be a bit of crowd noise from the cricket down the road, but um, yeah, it's um, it's starting. You know, we're still not seeing Iga Shontek, which is a bit disappointing. I, I, I wonder if she's going to go into Wimbledon again without a grass court prep we only got two weeks to go um but you've got in berlin arena sabalenka defending wimbledon champion yelena ribakina um on Jeber, who who won in berlin last year so that's that's looking like a, a really good tournament let's start with the one in the uk in, in birmingham and you said about the brits now the brits did exceptionally well first time for many long time many i don't know how many many years it was but three british women in the semi-finals of a tournament and it was a 250 event and it wasn't the highest of canada it was in nottingham which is not too far from birmingham but my first reaction is you come on the show there you're talking about the brits in this tournament my first reaction is now the pressure's on them they're fades for wimbledon whoever they play in the first round i want to oppose all three of them because they're going to have media attention on them. You know, housewives from Surrey and Essex. My mum suddenly knows who they are. 
and uh, they would never have a clue who they were if they were walking around the local supermarket a, 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 a week ago. But now they suddenly know who, oh, that girl, from she's got a good chance. Total different pressure. And I want to fade all three of those. And there's two of them in action tomorrow. Now, remember, these are early starts. Again, uh, check the Bet Rivers website. These are Tuesday's matches. So we don't, we're recording this on Monday morning. So we do not know the order of play. But one thing we do know, they will start early, probably around about five o'clock, six o'clock a.m. Eastern time. So make sure you get to the Bet Rivers website and check out the times, and don't miss any of the bets that Rory has. So the first match here, we're going to say provisionally starts at 6am. It's an all-British affair between Harriet Dart and Jodie Burridge. Now, Jodie Burridge got beat last week in the final in Nottingham by Katie Bolter, and Dart got beat by Katie Bolter in the quarterfinal. Um, if you look at the records beginning that in that uh, that match, you would probably argue that um, they both put up a similar kind of fight. I would say that, but... Uh, Harriet Dart was probably a little bit more convincing in the second set, which she lost 7-5. And no surprise, Harriet Dart is the favourite here at minus 134. Jodie Burridge at plus 108. Uh, The 2023 record on grass is very similar. Dart is 5-2, Jodie Burridge is 4-2. But the head-to-head, two of them are in kind of exhibition matches, which which was one win apiece. But in the two main matches they played on the ITF Tour, uh, they've both been wins for Dart. So... Uh, would you see this one going with the favourite, or do you think Jodie Burridge can build on her form from last week and uh, take another uh, scalp in a, another all British affair? Yeah, I mean, as you said, the head-to-heads one-one. Um, both matches were back in twenty twenty. It's. I, I think this looks priced about right, as you say. Both got beaten by Katie Bolter in in, in Nottingham. Um, yeah, Burridge is obviously improving. Um, she's, you know. Just she's still outside the top one hundred, if if memory serves, um, and and Dart is someone who has shown um, good grass court form. Although surprisingly, Dart Burridge now has the higher world ranking. Actually, Burridge is one hundred eight, whereas Dart is one three four. Um, Dart, has... I can't believe I cannot believe that is the world rankings. Is that honestly the world rankings? Yeah. yeah. I'm, do you know I'm really why? Do you know why that, that is the world? Ra- no. Do you know what's made? Do you know what's made me amazed by that? Why have you? Why am I shocked by that? Tell me the reason why you think I'm shocked by that. Go on. I, I, because Jodie Burridge to win this match is plus one hundred eight, and Harriet Dart is minus one three four. And that is the oh, world well, rankings. What about that? <laughs> what, what, a what, what a coincidence that is. Harriet Dart minus 134, Crazy, rank 134. Jodie Burrish plus 108, rank 108 <laughs> in the world rankings. Amazing. Staggering. I thought you were reading yeah. out the odds rather than the the, 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 the rankings. Sorry, uh, Rory. I was, I was, that's all right. That's probably never going to happen again. Um, no. um, but yes, yeah, she's currently, Harriet Dart currently 134. Um, she was as high as 84 late last year so you know this this is this is kind of about this is you'd probably say it's about normal for her because obviously her ranking goes up when she plays on grass and then it goes down the rest of the year um Burridge now is just two two places shy of her highest ranking which was in May so you could argue Burridge is is, is, is on the um on the upward incline but you have to say based on everything we know Dart is a worthy favorite here um probably not one to get to get involved with um but both players in decent form so you know you couldn't rule Burridge out and, and certainly not um at odds against yeah one to watch for Rory um just before we go on to the next match Rory just give us a little bit of, uh, of, an, of, a, of a court conditions I know we haven't seen 
any of the action on Monday because we're filming this very early on Monday. But for, historically, what's this kind of court like? Is it a fast grass court or is it slow fast court? Is it how would you um how would you how do you sum up this court conditions? Yeah, they're, they're not for both tournaments very similar um, conditions wise. Um, not as quick as as Nottingham last week. Um, Birmingham's first serve percentage points one on, on first serve is 66.5 last year and, and service hold percentage is 67.9 which makes it the third quickest of the seven grass court tournaments that the women play on um so it's it's kind of medium um it's not as quick as Nottingham or Bad Homburg um Nottingham have just played Bad Homburg they'll play next week um but it is quicker than the rest um by, compared to Wimbledon, um, so Birmingham is 66.5 first serve hold, first serve points one, Wimbledon is 65.3. Um, actually, Wimbledon has a higher service hold percentage at 69.3, whereas Birmingham is 67.9. So based on that, there's there's not much between this and, and Wimbledon. Um, so not as quick as Nottingham, which was very fast, but um, but certainly quick enough and, and certainly quicker than the vast majority of the hard courts that they've played on and obviously much quicker than almost all of the clay court um, court, um, tournaments that we've had recently. The next match features the aforementioned Katie Bolter, the recent winner in Nottingham, and she's up against Lin Ju. Um, This is, to me, this is a staggering price. I mean, I I can't get my head around it. I I like to swim against the tide with betting markets. I don't know where you're going to come on this map, but... uh, Katie Bolter has won this tournament. She won last week. She's now hyped up as a as a player. She's got a career rank. She's playing well, obviously, but she's minus three thirty five to win this match against an opponent who is ranked thirty nine in the world, so almost forty spots higher than the British number one here. Uh, the British one number one, how has all the pressure? Julian has is um as not she's not a bad player on grass. I wouldn't say she's fantastic, but she's uh, she's not a bad player. She's got a losing record, but she's not not she's played a lot higher levels and Katie Bolter has. Uh, she beat Parks last week in Nottingham before she got beat by Freck. And she's now like plus 250 to win this match. They've met once before in Acapulco and Julien won that match, 7-6-6-5. That was in 2020. And in that match, Julien was a price of minus 250 to win that match. Today, she's plus 250 against Katie Bolter, minus 335. I always like to fade people after they have big wins. Uh, it's one of the things I do on tennis. It's one of the things I do a lot of time in sport, in, in various different sports. Um, am I right to fade Katie Bolt here at minus 335? I can see why you're doing it. I personally wouldn't just because, I mean, Ju's record on grass isn't great. And, and yes, it is against higher quality opposition. But, you know, just looking back even last season, you know, she lost in straight sets to the aforementioned Jody Burridge twice. Um last season um she doesn't win many matches on grass bolt is in great form she didn't drop a set in nottingham last week um and this is kind of what you know she was hyped up quite early in her career but i was to say when we say when we just i'm 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 not i'm not disagreeing with you at all but i just want to just try to sort of tell the, the caliber of opponent that she beat last week let's have a look at it she played five brits uh no four brits out of five matches and she's british number one so she should have beaten all those. I mean, she couldn't have had an easier route to the final of a, of, I know it was a, a, a WCA 250, but it was a 
the most dream run that she couldn't have. She was an overwhelming favorite. She, she hasn't she hasn't run it. And the other opponent she uh, played was ranked in what two hundred and yeah two hundred and fifty two in the world. So I know she didn't drop a set, but I think I probably wouldn't get drop a set against <laughs> half of those players. To be fair, no, I mean joking aside, it was it was a dream run. You couldn't pick you couldn't handpick the better of a opposition to get to the final or win the tournament. Could you really? No, um, but I mean, going back the previous week in Surbiton, they had the challenger. I beg your pardon. They had the ITF 100K. She did beat Victoria Golovic, who knocked out yeah. Donna Vekic last week. She lost in the semi-finals to Yanina Wickmeyer, who's almost as old as I am, I think. I but you know, she's sure she's <laughs> she's Wickmeyer is you know, a grass specialist. I mean, she retired and then came back, but um, she is a grass specialist. But you know. That that's the only setback she's had. That's the, her only defeat on grass this season. So her record is one, two, three, four, five, eight, and one. So I, I can certainly see, you know, Bolter is too short a price. Certainly too short for me to get involved. Um, yeah, Linju just just not. I, if if she had a bit better form on grass, I'd be tempted. But I think I think that lack of affinity for the green stuff is reflected in the price, but not one for me to get involved with. Well, there's a couple of other markets here. Bet Rivers have 27 different markets available on the Bet Rivers website. The handicap spread, four and a half. Katie Bolton, minus four and a half games, minus 110. Bear in mind, this is opponent was minus 250 the last time they met. And the totals are 20 and a half. I, I probably wouldn't be inclined to get involved in the plus 250, but with the added pressure on her and the expectation from the crowd, the home crowd as well, expecting her just to turn up and win against a player who's just ranked outside the top 30 in the world, uh, to receive a four and a half start is a little bit disrespectful. So I'll be having a lean on uh, Julien at plus four and a half, I think would be the better way that I would play. Uh, the next match is an interesting one. This is quite an interesting match for the first round of the tournament. Anastasia Potapova up against Marta Kostyuk. Uh, Potapova is minus 150. Kostyuk is plus 120. The spread here is one and a half with Potapova minus 122. Uh, Kostyuk plus one and a half is minus 104. And the totals are 21 and a half. Um, Potapova is the number four seed, a player who I've been quite impressed with what I've seen this season. And Marta Kostyuk is a player that should really probably be a little bit higher than a ranking of 34 in the world with the talent that she possesses. Um, if you look at the grass records, this is the first match on grass this season for Potapova, I believe. Um, and she's got a fair record. And Kostyuk, uh, on the on her record, is also pretty fair. 11 and 10 on her career on grass. 6 and 6 for um, Potapova. So it looks like a 50-50 match to me, this one. Obviously, it's... Uh, the added spice with it being a, a battle between the the Russian and the Ukraine, which is obviously going to be at uh, the Ukrainian, which is obviously going to be uh, spotlighted by the by the media on to going into this match as well. So, um, how do you see this one playing out? I, I like Potapova, but I don't think grass is going to be her surface. No, um, yeah, I don't expect any handshakes in this one. No, um, yeah, their records on grass that sort of six and six and eleven and ten might sound okay, but. But one thing to remember is that a lot of those, some of those matches are in qualifiers. So, you know, as far as main draw matches go, they're both not particularly great on grass. Um, there is one sort of, I, I, I hate to say it's a, it's a big winter. They've played once and it was in Miami earlier this year. Kostyuk was actually favourite for that match and Potapova won in quick order. I think it was 6-1, 6-3. And we know that Miami 
was quick this year. But Kostiuk, she did have a good run at Eastbourne last year. She beat Victoria Golovich and, and then beat Barbora Krajikova. And then she went out to Harriet Dart. So I can't th help thinking at the prices I want to be with Kostiuk. I mean, Kostiuk's having a, a really good season, apart from that reverse in Miami. Um, she, she, she won her first title. That was in Austin. Um, much slower conditions than these. I just think with Potapova, her, her game, just think the sort of the low skiddy bounce of grass just doesn't suit her game at all. Whereas I think with Kostya, probably isn't ideal for her, but but probably suits her that little bit better. Um, so at the prices, I, I think Kostya's a bit here at plus 120. Potapova, we know, is very good on clay. Um, neither of these players have played on grass yet this season. Their last match was in, in the French French Open. Um, yeah, I, I think I want to be with Kostyuk here at plus 120. Kostyuk at plus 120. Is that official pick, Rory? That, that is plus... an official pick, yeah. So we're going to go with the Ukrainian at plus 120 to get the better of Anastasia Potapova, who's playing her first match on grass this season. The final match we want to concentrate on here in Birmingham is another interesting one for me. Helena Ostapenka, <clears throat> minus 315, the former French Open champion who's had a indifferent season, to say the least. Uh, can be brilliant one day, absolutely atrocious the next. Um, Noshka up against Linda Noskova. Niskova is um, only 18 years of old, a very talented Czech player. Minus 315 is the price you'll get. Ostapenka plus 245 for Noshkova. The spread here is four and a half. Uh, Ostapenka minus four and a half is evens. Uh, Noskova receiving the four and a half minus 129. And the totals are 20 and a half. Um, they've never met before. But the one thing I would say is in Ostapenka matches is that you won't usually, usually go far wrong if you're going over games. If you're going over 20 and a half games, you won't go far wrong in those matches. If you look at her record in the last five matches that she's played, uh, four of them have gone over um, 20 and a half. So Ostapenka is someone who just goes in and out in matches. She has brilliant runs and then all of a sudden she has a wobble and just loses five games on the trot. So against a young 18-year-old who's going to relish the opportunity to play up against a, a Grand Slam winner, this this could be quite a long ma a match. And I think 20 and a half, he has the appeal to be a, a little bit of a wager for me. I don't know if you deal. You're shaking your head as though you're thinking. I am. I'm not so I mean, sure. There's one thing. Big standout thing here. As far as I can tell, this is Noskova's grass court take debut. She won the French Open girls title a couple of years ago, but she didn't play at junior Wimbledon. So as far as I can tell, she hasn't played in a grass court tournament before. Ostapenko has a decent career record on grass, 40 against 19. She reached the Wimbledon semis in 2018. She won Eastbourne a couple of years ago, reached the final there last year. I think the one thing to try and get an idea of Noskova on grass is to look at her serve. And it's not bad. She does win 66.9% of her first serve points. So, you know, that's that's not bad. But I, I just think, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to sound like a stuck record player here. I think I said it a few times last week. Grass is different. You've got to know what you're doing. And I think Ostapenko's know-how on the surface will, will serve her well. And at the prices, I, I think the spread's appealing. Ostapenko minus four and a half games at plus 100. I, I'm, I'm surprised that's even money. I thought it would be odds odds on on the spread. Um, I mean, the thing, yes, she does. 
she can get dragged into battles, but I, I look back at her playing in Madrid against another young Czech hopeful in uh, Linda Frivertova, and she won that six love six three. So you know, it is a case with Ostapenko. You, you, there is risk attached. You know, sometimes it depends what side of the bed she's woken up on. But I think against an opponent who's not played on the surface before. I think Ostapenko is quite a, quite a good pick here. So Ostapenko, minus four and a half on the spread for Rory. My lean is for over 20 and a half games. So we want a 7-6-6-7-6 love Ostapenko win. <laughs> yes. We're not asking for much, but uh, we get that done. We, we both collect. Um, so you, the official play, though, is Ostapenko, minus four and a half. My lean for the overs. I just think Ostapenko games are just, matches are just, they're roller coaster rides. And uh, you, you, you have no idea be. what you have no idea what you're going to get. So uh, I would just uh, take a chance that she has one of those typical Ostapenka days where she goes on a roll and then goes on a, on another roll <laughs> in the other direction. Uh, let's yes. go to Berlin. Uh, before we go to Berlin, um, we we haven't got any. We we, we have some outright prices as the time of uh, recording, but when this goes live, they'll, they'll be in place, so we won't have any outright. Was there anyone who caught your eye just for anybody to have a look at? Not official pick, but anyone on the outright market that you thought mm, the draw is quite favourable? I quite like them. Um, not not especially to be honest. I mean, I think you know, Ostapenko is interesting outright, but I think she. Plus eight hundred at the time, uh, the odds were Potapova's second favourite at plus six hundred. That to me, that's way too short, especially as I've, I've opposed her. Um, yeah, it's it's a tricky one because you know Krajikova's the top seed. She's not been in the best form recently. Um, I mean, you, I hate to be looking at Bolter on the back of last week. I I, I definitely take the, the point of the auto fade from last week. Maybe Kostyuk in the bottom half is interesting. Obviously, she, she faces Potapova first up. And in, in the top half, that just looks just looks wide open. Perhaps maybe a little lean to Svitolina, Lena Svitolina, who's, who's looked, you know, amazing since coming back from pregnancy, from childbirth. And, you know, she doesn't have the worst record on grass. I just think, you know, Krajikova, you'd think would be, you know, she is the favourite, but there are enough question marks about her. I mean, Svitolina did reach the Wimbledon semis in 2019. If she carries on the form that she showed uh, in recent weeks and she, you know, she can play on grass, obviously, then I think she, she could be, she could be interesting. She's the third favourite at plus 700 as we speak. But um, looks a very, very open tournament. This is a tournament, though, that has uh, a good history of big winners. You know, favourites have fared very well here. If you look at the, the list of winners, 2022, Beatrice Haddad Mayer, 2021, Jabir, Ash Barty won it in 2019, Kvitova 2018, 2017, Madison Keys, Kerber, Ivanovic. He's got some really, really... You don't get many shocks here. So... Um, you might have to look at the top of the order to see where, you know, the, the statistics say that people come here and want to win this tournament before they head to Wimbledon. It's not like one that players will come and think, you know what, let's go through the motions and get to the semifinals and quarterfinals, get some grass court tennis. They want to win it. So uh, it's a good record of winning favourites in the outright market as well, but it's not the calibre of the strength that it has been over the years in this quality, in this tournament here. They're where the strength of calibre is and where the big names are is over in Berlin, as Rory said at the top of the show, the WTA 500 event. Um, it's a whole host of 
brilliant players. Last year, Angebeur won this tournament, and the year before, Samsonova won the tournament. They're both in action here, I think. But I think I think I know I know Angebeur is in action. Yes, Samsonova is in action as well. She has a tough first round match against Alexandrova. Uh, we're not going to talk about that match. We've got four matches we're going to talk about. Uh, you mentioned the conditions are very similar to Birmingham. Is there anything you want to add to the court conditions or speed or anything that you think is relevant for betters here this week? Um, only really that, yeah, it's it's very similar to, to Birmingham, similar to Wimbledon. On Shabur's defending champion. Very strange exit, I thought, Roland Garros going out to Beatrice Haddad-Schmeier in, in three sets, having won the first set and had, looked in control. Last year, Jabir beat Belinda Bencic in the final. The Swiss retired injured in the second set. Maria Sakkari and Coco Goff were the beaten semi-finalists. Um, but this year, Sabalenka's the top seed. Rybakina's number two. Karen Garcia's three. Jabir's four. Goff is five. And Maria Sakkari, six. So, yeah, definitely a, a higher calibre of player here than in Birmingham. Yeah, and these matches, again, are starting on Tuesday. This will be another early start. I reckon it will be around about 5 a.m. Eastern time, 10 o'clock, I would believe, or maybe even earlier, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, not exactly. I think it's, yeah, 5 o'clock Eastern time or 4 o'clock Eastern time uh, because they're going to be about about 10 o'clock start in Berlin, 11 o'clock start. So make sure you head to the Bet Rivers website. The order of players, I said, is not out as of yet, but it will come out during the process of the day. And you'll be able to see all the specials they have there. Remember, you can live stream any of these matches. If you have a bet on the Bet Rivers website, you can watch them from the comfort of your own home, in your car, your workplace, whatever you want to do. You can watch the game on your lunch break, whatever, or before breakfast at six o'clock in the morning before you head to the office. Uh, let's move along to the matches, though. The first match we're going to talk about is Ekaterina. No, sorry, no, we're not going to talk about that one. We're going to talk about Kudometova against Kenwin uh, Zheng. Um, is it Zheng Kenwin or Kenwin Zheng? I never know. It's oh, it's just fine. Okay. It's fine. I always get it. I think it's Zheng, Zheng Kenwin. Uh, anyway, uh, Kenwin, the very famous um, Welsh player. Kenwin um, Jones, isn't it? Kenwin. <laughs> Strike. Kenwin. Kenwin. Kudometsu um, is minus 175. Uh, Zheng is plus 138. They've met one twice before. Kudometsu uh, won this year in Rome in the quarterfinals of the WCA Tour event in a long three-set match, and they met in Tokyo, and Zheng won that in the semifinals, and again, in a long match here. So I don't know if Rory's looking at the total games here, because that may be the angle of attack. Um, the spread is two and a half, because the Mets have given up two and a half, minus 112, and the totals here, pitched high. If you look at the first-round matches, this is the highest one of the lot. Could the Mets have a, uh, over 22 and a half is the line, minus 104 for overs, and under minus 124. How do you see this going? Yeah, this is a very interesting match. Um, and looking at that head-to-head, -head, so last year in the Tokyo semi-finals, Zheng won. And those were quick conditions, and that, that match was played indoors as well. And Zheng won it in the third set tie-break. Obviously, Rome this year on the clay, slower. Um, could have met for winning 6-4 in the third. Um, I was looking at Zheng's service stats, and she, you know, she does serve a lot of aces, and, and she wins 73.4% of points on first serve, uh, which puts her third on the list on the tour. And actually very similar to last year. Um, this year, only Garcia and Rybakina are ahead of her when it comes to first serve points. Um, Kudometova is down a bit on last year. Zheng's actually a little bit down on last year, but but that's probably because of the surfaces they've been on so far. Obviously, now, now it gets quicker. 
that those percentages will increase. But Kudometsa was quite a bit down on last year, which surprised me because she's been in very good form, um, reaching the semis at a couple of clay court events, reaching the final last week, um, well, the final yesterday in Hurtigenbosch. Did I say that? Hurtigenbosch, that's the one. Yep. Um, but she lost in the final to Ekaterina Alexandrova. Um, I don't think there's going to be much between them. So Kudometsa has got a bit of a quick turnaround from Sunday from that final. Uh, Zheng, this will be her first match on grass this year. Yeah, the overs games is high at 22 and a half. So I, I think we're going to be better off going, looking at this game to three sets. Um, over two and a half sets is is plus one, three, eight. I mean, there's been very little to separate them so far. But uh, I think over two and a half sets at plus one, three, eight is going to be a better bet than than the overs on the games with that being pitched so high. So that's that's where I'm going here. Yeah, continuing with that game, the two matches they've played before, both of them have gone to the final set and now on probably the quickest surface of all three meetings they've ever had. We're going to first time on grass. We're going to continue the trend and go over two and a half sets at plus 138. I like that play. Next match, uh, Victoria Azarenka, minus 190. Sasanovic, uh, plus 150. The spread here is three and a half. Uh, Azarenka giving up the three and a half is minus 103. And the totals are 21 and a half. Um, if you watched uh, last week, Azarenka got beat by a 19-year-old American, uh, Kruger. Um, she played, she thought she was playing Freddy Kruger by the looks of things. She was terrible. Uh, but Azarenka was really disappointing and she's bouncing back now and she's a minus 190 favourite to get the win. Not convinced by Azarenka in that match at all. They have met once before in Indian Wells, um, where Azarenka won, and maybe look the, the lines of the bookies are looking at that performance. But Sasanovic has played all right on the, on grass this season. She meets the semi-finals where she lost to the eventual champion Alexandrova in Hertzkenbosch last week. Um, I, I, I wouldn't bet Azarenka at minus 190 with your money, Rory, so um, I, I, don't know, I don't know if you want to bet. If you do, we, we could do business. <laughs> no, I, I don't fancy Azarenka at all here. I mean, yeah, she lost to Ashlyn Kruger uh, in the first round. She only she she struggled against Natalia Stavanovic, who who you wouldn't expect to give her any problems at all. Um, as you say, Sasnovic reached the semi-finals um, at the Dutch venue, going out to uh, Veronica Kudometova. And you know, before that match, Sasnovic she was on top against Ludmila Samsonova when the Russian retired. Based on that and what we've seen from Azarenka of late, who who started the season so well, you know, she reached the semi-finals at the Australian Open, but it's been a bit downhill since then. Sasnovich could be a bet here. I'm, I'm tempted. I am tempted. I, I think it's just going to be a lean for me. Um, but... Um, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't go near Azarenka at minus one ninety. It's very very short. Um, that that previous meeting Indian Wells is a little bit off putting, given it was so. You know, it was I think it was about six three six three. It was fairly one sided, and 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 maybe Azarenka just taking time to get to get to grips with the grass. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna have a lean on Sasnovich um, this on on this occasion. Yeah, I, I, I'd play the handicap here. I'd play Sasanovic plus three and a half because Azarenka is another flaky one. that she, she could quite easily lose a set or look at the total games here, 21 and a half. I want to oppose Azarenka, but I think she's probably got the better 
mentality to win in a tight three set match. So I'd be slightly put off by the the plus one fifty, but I do think Sasnovic will give her a, give her a match. Uh, so that's a lean for me. Uh, the next game is in. This is another interesting. These are good matches for a, a first round event in a WTA uh, five hundred event. Uh, Kazakina uh, minus two thirty five against Petra Martic a plus one eighty five. The spread here is three and a half minus one twenty for Kazakina, and the totals are twenty one and a half minus one oh seven. The over and under minus 120. Kazakina was the runner up in this tournament in 2021. She was beat by Angebur in the final and she's making her grass court debut in the build up for Wimbledon here in Birmingham. Martik is a bit of a veteran. I played a lot of tennis, always been around the, uh, the top 50, uh, but coming towards the end of her career at 32 years of age. Um, what, what's your thoughts here? Yeah, so Kazakina has been a quarter finalist at Wimbledon, and that was in 2018. Martic has reached the fourth round three times at SW19. And last year, she reached the fourth round and went out to the eventual champion, Yelena Rybakina. Head-to-head is 2-2. Azakina um, isn't the biggest hitter, as we all know. But what impressed me this season, I saw Martic in Madrid. She volleys well. She does volley well. And, and she served really well in Madrid. If she can bring that form onto the grass. I don't think either of them have played on grass so far this year. But if Martic can bring that form, she's playing the best she has done this season. She's playing the best she has done, better than she has done for a couple of years. I think she's got a huge chance here. Um, Hazakina has never really been all that great on grass. So I think Martic is a bet here at plus 185. So Martic is the bet at plus 185. They met uh, four times before. 2-2 is the head-to-head record, but they've never, ever met, played on grass. And it does take some time to adjust from the clay to the grass courts. And Kazakina is coming straight here from Paris, which may be a little bit of a problem for him. That's probably one of the reasons why Rory likes Martic at plus 185. The final match we're going to look at is uh, Zachary against Cornet. Now, um, this is a real interesting one because... They only met five days ago or six days ago now. And uh, on grass courts, the head-to-head is 3-1 to uh, Zachary. It was 3-0 to Zachary on the head-to-head until last week. They played they play on the grass in Nottingham. Very similar conditions to what they're going to play in today. And Cornet won easy, 6-1, 6-4. And she won really, really easy. And now they're playing again today. And Zachary is minus 175. Cornet is plus 138. Now, you either look at the head-to-head record and think Cornet has had a bad day, uh, had a bad day at the office, or you think this is this is too good to be true, and we go in again on uh, Cornet. Um, I don't know what you think here, but I I'd probably be looking to bet the latter. I, I think I, I think I'd probably bet Cornet again at plus one thirty-eight because the manner of the victory she had over him. Yeah, I mean Zachary was minus two hundred last week, and now she's a bit a bit bigger. Minus one seven five. I did watch that match. Sacri did look badly out of sorts, and it was in the first set. She got very annoyed by a couple of line calls, and and never really recovered from that. I mean, she did reach the Berlin semis last year. Um, I can't believe she'll play as poorly as she did last week. And and Cornet, you know, hadn't had a, a very good season at all before Nottingham last week. Um, definitely looking like she was on the decline and, and she reached the semi-finals. Um, I'm gonna leave this one alone. I as I said, I just I I can see why, you know, you know, obviously Cornet beat her only last week, but I think I, I can't believe Zachary will be 
that poor again this time. So um, this is one I'm going to leave alone. So there it is. That is the wrap-up of the first round action on the WTA Tour in Berlin and Birmingham. We have four official picks. We have lots and lots of leans for you, lots of discussion there. So me, myself and Rory are disagreeing on a couple of matches. We are agreeing on a few as well. So you see how you, which you take your choice, which way you want to go on those. Um, Rory, just give us a recap of the four official picks. Oh, before we do that, well, give us the four official picks first, and then I'm going to ask you one final question. Oh, okay. Um, right, four official picks. Starting in Birmingham, we're going to have Marta Kostyuk to beat Anastasia Potapova at plus 120. And Yelena Ostapenko, minus four and a half games at even money, plus 100 against Linda Noshkova. And in the big event in Berlin, Veronica Dometova against Chin Wen Zheng, going to go for over two and a half sets at plus 138. And finally, Petra Martic to beat Daria Kazakina at plus 185. So they are the four match bets on Tuesday. Head to the Bet Rivers website. There will be an early start. Make sure you do not miss out. The order of play comes out today and you'll be able to live stream and look at all the props as well on all those matches. One final question for you, Rory. Um, we looked at that. We, we talk about what a fantastic field it is in Berlin, and it's an unbelievable field. Is there anyone that's caught your eye on the outright market? Obviously, there's games in play on the Monday. Is there any side of the draw that you think is a bit weak or any one opponent or player you think, you know what, she can go well at a big price? Talk full of quality, this. I mean, the top half, hard to see past Sabalenka, really. I mean, she she could face she face the winner of Veronica Kudometova and Chin Wen Zheng in, in round two. Um, she has to get past Vera Zvonareva, the veteran, but she should do that without too many problems. And then in the quarterfinals, she she could face Ekaterina Alexandrova, who just won in her to get in Bosch. But I think Sabalenka will come through the top half um, without too many problems. The bottom half, again, Rybakina, you know, she, you've got Rybakina and Shabur, the two big players in the bottom half. I'd like to see Donna Vekic go well. She sort of had, she self-combusted last week against Victoria Golovic uh, in Nottingham. But she could face Rybakina in round two. That could be a good match. Um, but, yeah, it's hard to see past the favourites, really. Nothing really sort of sticking out at a big price. Remember, there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download the podcast, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at the Bet Rivers Network and follow us on our socials on the social media, on Twitter and Instagram on our handle at Because We Win. Lots of action going on there. We're off to Queen's Club today for the tennis. Good luck with your pets. Rory, I'm back tomorrow on Tuesday with the main man from the A to B Tour, Sean Calvert. All the very best. Enjoy your day and let's bet some winners. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.